Happy Sunday, sinners. This episode will not be necessarily light on levity, but the discussion is something that's actually pretty serious and which uh, still lingers in my mind. Uh, joining me today, Anne. Anne, how are you? I'm all right. It's a Sunday morning. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. And this Sunday morning, we are reminiscing about an event which occurred when both of us were still pretty young. I remember it because I was in school, and this is one of those events where you remember exactly where you were when you first heard the news. There's only been a couple of these things in our lifetimes, right? I mean, like the whole world stopped and said, oh, damn, this changes things. Like when I was a kid, uh, Princess Diana, even at a very young age, I was like, oh, she's the friendly one, right? Turns out she was the only royal worth keeping. Um mm-hmm. I remember where I was. I was like six or seven years old at home. And I was like, oh, no, the nice person died. But this time I'm talking about September 11th, 2001. Do you remember exactly where you were? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I knew that I was in my second period religion class when the first tower hit. Oh, got hit. And the TV in our classroom turned on. And we were just watching the news footage. Did yeah. you guys have a TV in your class? So as it happens, um, yeah, I was in first period tech discovery. Tech discovery is a class in Mississippi. I don't know if it's still mandated anymore, but basically you get kids hands on with technology that is actually used in uh, agriculture, production, design. It was wonderful. It's probably why I'm in tech. But I remember... It was immediately after homeroom, which makes sense because you were you were on the East Coast then, right? You were in Philly? I was in Philly, yep. Okay, yeah. And Oh, you were Central been... Time, right? Yeah, I was in that Mississippi. And first period had let out and or forgive me, not first period. It was homeroom. We were going to first period. And I remember exactly where I sat in the room on the right-hand side and Paul Grisham he was the teacher at the time. He got a phone call and said, you're kidding. Oh, my God. And he looked at the class. This is a very soft-spoken guy, very gentle person. He says, all of you shut up. Twin Towers just got hit. Holy shit. And he, puts, he did have a TV in the classroom. He put CNN on, and we were looking up. And for those first few moments, I remember thinking, my God. This is the worst accident in aviation history, right? Like, Yeah, we didn't about... know what it was back then. We just knew a plane crashed. We thought it was an accident. Yeah, like who the hell crashes a plane into a building? And we were all watching when the second tower got hit. So you and... know what? When the second tower got hit, it was my third period. And I just remember the bell rang at the end of second period, and we all ran to our next class just to get into our seats and then watch the TV. And shortly after I sat down, the second tower got hit. Yeah. I I had this bottom fell out of the world kind of feeling. This, you know, the feeling you get when you miss a step going downstairs? Yeah. It's exactly like that. Now, some folks might be like, 
you were way in Mississippi. Why were you worried? Because I knew right then that, you know, once is an accident, twice is a pattern. It's yes. something like this, my God. And there were there were kids in my class who who were making light of it, making jokes about it, because teenagers are always assholes. There, there's nothing teenagers won't joke 100%. about. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I remember thinking at that moment, this completely changes everything. And maybe at the time I was like, uh, uh, okay, maybe I'm being ridiculous. This is terrible, but uh, where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. And I, I was correct. But I just knew that when I was in my second period and we were trying to figure out what the hell was happening, was it a movie? Was this for real? And we were no longer talking about the lesson. But you knew something was wrong when even the stoner chick who sat next to me was paying attention. Yeah. I'm just saying. We had one of those, too. His name was Ronnie. God bless you, Ronnie. If you're still alive, I still think about you, bud. Should have let you get me high 20 years ago. <laughs> but, um, yeah. That, that whole event precipitated a complete change of the timeline because up until that moment and you know it could be that there are younger folks listening 20 somethings who hear us you do not know what it's like to live in that beautiful gilded era before 9-11 happened and let me tell you it was fucking nice it was it... go ahead i was I... just saying it was oh okay i was about to say like let me not trample the conversation but no 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 it, it definitely was a lot of things changed after 9-11. Yeah, like the TSA became a thing and air, air travel already sucked. And in our deeply misguided attempt to keep this from happening ever again, we made it even worse. That, that's, that's never going to happen again. And I know that. You don't need sophisticated security like, well, we don't have sophisticated security, so I guess whatever, but... Um, the next person who tried to do anything on an airplane had explosives in his shoe. And when he tried to light his shoelaces, the entire first class cabin took turns wailing on his ass mm -hmm. until they landed again. They had a before and after. Motherfucker looked like a bruised up fruit. Nobody was going to fuck with that anymore. They're like, oh, you're going to try to blow this fucking place up? Not on my watch. Let's con air his ass. Exactly. Open the fucking... <laughs> now, do you remember before 9-11 when you could actually go to the airport gate with, your, yes. with whoever you were dropping off, right? You could watch the planes land and take off. Now you got to sit there waiting by yourself. My mom and dad had to uh, fly for work like maybe once or twice. And dad just dropped her right off. It's like, okay, go. Have fun. That's it. Yeah. You used to be able to walk up with them and just hang out for four hours. Going to the airport four hours ahead of time was like a fun Funny. time. If you, now, if you go four hours ahead of time, it's because you fucking have to. Exactly. You need to think about getting through security. You need to think about the walk to the gate, uh, taking a train in my, in my instance at Georgia or Atlanta Airport. So, A train? Yeah, you got to take a train. Wow, they are it's, not fucking it's around It's a really at all. big airport. It's okay. yeah. As, as soon as you get through security, you get on a train, and depending what gate you're on, that's how many stops you stay on. You oh, could okay. walk. So, it's it's a good thirty minute walk to just the second stop. Just so you know. Fuck that! I'll get my cardio hyperventilating inside the cabin. 
I'm on the train. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just that. It's not just air travel. It, there was a change, an atmospheric shift in the mood in this country, you know? And let me let me illustrate it this way. At the turn of the millennium, we had survived Y2K, which everybody thought was going to wipe us out, right? That, mm -hmm. isn't, isn't it funny looking back how quaint a concern that was? There were engineers working. There were, so, there were billions of dollars put into place to update all the necessary and relevant systems to avoid Y2K happening. That was a fucking feat of engineering, and it is not appreciated for what it is by most people because most people don't fucking understand why it was a huge deal. But it did not happen. The apocalypse was averted. The dot-com bubble was cratering, but we didn't really acknowledge it. It's like, eh, it'll come back. It'll come back. Mm -hmm. And the internet, the technology, America was still at a high water point. We had a surplus for the first time in how long? And it felt like the future contained opportunities for advancement and improvement and just things generally getting better. So... When I saw that happen, I realized shit's about to get bad. Tell Ari and Emma I said hi. Oh, can you hear them? Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I have children. Uh, <clears throat> I, you know what? I, I want to say one thing, though. I lived in Philly when this happened, and I remember in third period after the second tower got hit, we were just like, holy shit, are we a target? Because we have the Liberty Bell, we are, you know, where the, I guess, where the government first started, because it was in Philly, before yeah. they moved it to D.C. It's like, where are we a target? And seeing that Flight 93 crashed in the middle of Pennsylvania, we were like, was that supposed to go to us? It's possible, but I would have imagined it would have uh, gone to D.C. instead. I would have to look up Flight 93. When they realized that... Let's fucking commend the courage of those people who decided, fuck you, not us, not today, not now, not ever. They yeah, died, I'm, but First of all, how did God. they get, how did they know something happened? Is that back in the day when they could use um, cell phones, phones on the plane? Cell phones were, yeah. So okay. people were getting calls about it, right? Like, Because mm -hmm. now people... you can't get phone calls on a plane. I'm just saying. In any case... Yeah, I think it was en route to uh, Washington. Yeah, it was. Um, the hijackers plan to crash the plane into a federal government building in the national capital of Washington, D.C. Okay. So, admittedly, the Liberty Bell is, is it's nice, but it's not worth killing for. Not even Al-Qaeda said, yeah, we'll take that one out. No. I mean, no. look, we broke the bell ourselves. I think. That's very Philly, isn't it? Yeah, we, we did put a crack in it. Anyway. Thanks um, for the gift, you fucking frogs. <laughs> Wait, was that from the French? I don't or know. That? No, that was commissioned. We have internet. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, so. Uh, it was cast in London, so I wrongly... Uh, uh, I said frog, thinking it was the French. They gave us the Statue of Liberty. Um, gee, thanks you a lot, insulted you insulted the prick. wrong people. <laughs> It's okay. It's all right. They've got worse problems to deal with right now anyway. Mm, that's true. That is true. But No, um But yeah, those people in flight 93, holy shit. They were just like, "Fuck that." They made a plan and they took those terrorists down and they crashed the plane in the process. But it was better that than whatever they were going for. A lot of people I remember thinking, "How can they just take a, a fucking plane?" Well, for one thing, nobody realized they were intending on killing everyone anyway. 
Mm-hmm. They had fucking box cutters started cutting throats and taking over. That's scary as shit. It is. It, I'm guessing the kids who are listening that weren't around for this. Yes, you could bring box cutters onto a fucking plane back then. Four inch blades. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what the fuck? That's as long as a finger. Well, for some of us, uh, a few folks got tiny hands, but still, four inches. You can do a lot with that. Any, look, uh, well, it depends on the context, you know? I mean, uh, four inches ain't... Uh, uh, <laughs> forget that. Never mind. I, um, anyway, no. Um, yeah, I, I think about all this stuff sometimes, and especially when it gets to be September, right? There, There's two significant dates in September. September 1st. In September 11th, September 1st, because all my little bookish friends still celebrate uh, Hogwarts, right? The first day of school for Harry Potter. I'm like, oh, Christ, read a different book. Um, well, I mean, for me, September 1st is different because it is the beginning of Christmas season for Filipinos. Merry Christmas, guys. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here she goes. What I, I just had to put again. that in. Oh, my God. It's the Burr months. It's, yes, it's everything. Yes, the Burr months. Yes. Merry Christmas. September, October, November, December. It's all one big fucking season. Holly yes. jolly bullshit. Oh, Christ. Yes. My blood pressure yeah. spiking. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Stop it! Oh, fuck <laughs> you. That was brilliant. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, um, things have changed. And... I don't know. It feels like in the decades afterward, we remember 9-11 in a tone that's less solemnity and more like, can we please get the fuck over this? Do you remember a few years ago, it was The Onion, and they mm-hmm. had a hashtag trending on Twitter 11 fucking years ago. Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, you know, I people who say, let's just get over it. We still celebrate July 4th. We still celebrate all these events that happened many, many, many years ago. Mm. Why are we not allowed to celebrate or be sad about 9-11 that was maybe like 20-some years ago? 22, well, right? Yeah. It's like, folks, th- there's, there's an entire generation of kids, of adults now, who have no recollection of that world before. Let mm-hmm. us commemorate exactly what we lost. Now... Some people would probably think, like, well, you were deep in Mississippi. Why does it affect you so much? You know, I always had friends on the Internet who lived very near to New York. Mm-hmm. So I had to I had to quickly compose emails on the computer at <laughs> in shop class. It's like, are you OK? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Do you remember that moment? Everyone was blowing up everyone's phone like, oh, my God, yeah. are you OK? whatever whatever and i know i got let out from school early which by the way i was in fourth period and all the kids cheered when they said you go home early and i remember mr morris stood up on the fucking table of the cafeteria and berated us because he's like this is a fucking terrible event and you guys are celebrating and basically shamed us i mean i'm not generally in favor of public shaming but in this particular oh, yeah. case, completely justified. Thank you, Mr. Morris. Yes. Wherever uh, I, you are, if you're still alive, thank you, sir. Yeah, my, uh, my mom and dad actually, we went to different schools. I was in high school. Uh, Nate was still in middle school. I think Sarah and Tyler were, Tyler wasn't even in school. Sarah was in elementary. And 
they started checking us out. Like everybody was fucking afraid, even in deep South Mississippi, which has nothing of value to terrorists. Nothing. Oh, so you guys didn't get sent home. No, they didn't let out, but everybody was checking out anyway. Because gotcha. we were all fucking afraid. Now, mm-hmm. I can tell you this much. Where I lived in Mississippi was basically a suburb of Memphis, Tennessee. And Memphis has a global hub for FedEx, right? It's not just FedEx, but like the Memphis International Airport is its a, a pretty popular stop on your way to get anywhere else in the country. So mm-hmm. many of us, we were absolutely terrified because I didn't live far from the fucking airport. And I remember this. They grounded all flights. And when you live close to an airport, there's certain things you just get used to. Traffic is the first one. There's always people on the way to and on the way from their flights. There's also that particular sound, the roar of jet engines overhead, that starts as a squeal, becomes a growl, and then as it recedes, sounds a little like thunder. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in my teenage memory, there were no airplanes overhead. And that was so fucking strange. No, I can only imagine that. I didn't live close enough to Philly Airport to hear that or to hear the absence of that. Completely unrelated. Fuck PHL. That that airport is such trash. It is the shittiest airport, you know what, ever since I it got to Atlanta. Is. ATL may be a big fucking airport with a train, but you can get through airport security in 15 minutes. Same in Memphis. I'm just saying. It's like, God damn. They don't make us do all this hoopla and bullshit, and the people who are helping actually seem to give a fuck? Yes. I don't care about being safe. Let me be treated with respect. Listen, if you're going to hold me up, at least say, give me your fucking wallet, sir. The PHL TSA, I feel like they would fucking rob me. You know what they, I'm saying? I mean... Look, it, like, the TSA, I'm sure shit's getting out of my fucking suitcase. Uh, maybe. Oh, I'm, I'm, I got to my destination. And I'm wondering why I'm missing my underwear. Oh, oh I'm just you saying. Defi- you definitely got robbed. Yeah, yeah. Somebody fucking robbed me, dude. I'm just saying. It was um, either Ronette with the four-inch fingernails or Jerry with the <laughs> cockeyed. <laughs> One of them did it. Uh, One of them. I don't know who. Uh, but it, let's take a moment to talk just about the TSA because it doesn't actually keep us safe. And I know that's not going to be popular for people who maybe work in the TSA, but you know that you're going to be out in a year. You know you're already looking for something new. Mm-hmm. You know the caliber of your coworkers. They're not that fucking smart. Nope. If you are, you're finding other work as quickly as you can. They're so, just an annoyance. I mean... There is an the, article I am reading from the... Ver- no, go ahead. Go ahead, please. No, there are some fun videos of the TSA, you know, screening um, carry-on baggage. And then they open it up and there's like a dildo there and they make a reaction yeah. to it. That, like there's fun, fun videos of them. But other than that, they're just a pain in the ass. I will say Miami TSA fucking don't like them. They're just like PHL. Yeah. Anyway. So the TSA makes everybody go through these hoops to get on an airplane, presumably because it's going to stop terrorism. Terrorists Mm -hmm. don't do it anymore. They see the obstacles. And, like, does that mean it's working? Well, do other airports do this? Tel Aviv doesn't do this dumb shit. Jesus Christ. I didn't know that, huh? 
Tel Aviv has actual security because they have actual fucking problems. Mm, mm-hmm. And then, like, if it's, oh, you know, the if you're really rich, you can buy, it's like $4,000 a month, a members-only TSA screening line. They do that at LAX anyway. Okay. Like, what that's, the fuck? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. I can't afford it. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool. But I guess it's, it's equivalent to getting safe, like those. Then, like, oh, yeah. my God. Look, they monetized everything. Come on. Yeah. If the rich people want to pay for it, go ahead. Also, if you're super, super rich, you're going to be going on a private jet anyway. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. The TSA doesn't seem to, like, they have failed so many times in preventing material from getting on a plane. This is, the, this is by people who are paid to test security, and they fail a lot. The Look, thing is, if Chrissy Teigen can get a fucking casserole onto a plane through TSA because she said it's her emotional support casserole, they're not doing their job. Did she really do that? She did, yeah. I fucking love that woman. That's hilarious. Fucking amazing. That's yeah. <laughs> because everyone was support casserole. Yeah, everyone was getting their dogs and pets on there. So she's like, fuck it. I'm going to get an emotional support casserole. And she brought it on. She took a picture of herself in the fucking plane with the casserole. That is just saying. That just shows you how much of a fucking joke it is. Mm-hmm. Well, it could also be that she's Chrissy Teigen. That's true. Oh, also another thing. So Kinder eggs are not allowed in America, correct? Incorrect. I saw Kinder eggs at fucking Aldi. They are back. We can no, choke these children. They, they are not the the same Kinder eggs, just so you know. The ones we get in America are called Kinder egg something something. But the other one, the original is called Kinder Surprise Eggs. You mm -hmm. cannot get those in America. The one you're talking about has like a little cream-filled um, chocolate egg that you can scoop the filling out. The original Kinder Eggs are just a chocolate, white chocolate and milk chocolate shell with a toy inside. I remember having these when I was really little. You cannot get those. Yes, they used to be here and then they got banned. My child ate this toy. Your child was not going to do much anyway, sweetie. Look, I'm so sorry. Like, there is a meme where they have a Kinder Egg and a some sort of AK weapon or whatever, and they say one of these is banned in the United States. Can you guess which one? It's the fucking egg. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, my point was, my cousin came here from Toronto in May, and she managed to get two Kinder Eggs through. One for each of my kids. I'm just saying. Don't name this person. I'm not naming them. them. In which case, name them. No, no, no. I'm not naming name them. them. Come on, terrorist. I'm, I'm just saying she managed. <laughs> if you to don't get tell, then the terrorists win. Do you remember that shit? Oh God, God, oh my God. Okay, yeah. So, other ways that America changed immediately after 9/11, there was like two good weeks where everybody was American. Except if you were any kind of Middle Eastern, and especially yeah. if you were Muslim, then you were yeah. you were anti-American by default in the eyes of so many fucking people who seem not to appreciate because they probably never had to think about it before the distinction between Islamic religion and Islamic extremist religion. Yeah. Now, having I'll just go ahead and tell you, I have never heard God thundering down from heaven. So I will respect a religion exactly as much as that religion respects me not believing it. In that case, all the Abrahamic faiths can go get fucked.
I said what I said. It's okay. We had this whole conversation in our Your Religion Sucks episode. Yeah. It, it still That's sucks. <laughs> um, no, you know what else changed afterwards? Like, directly afterwards, Wall Street tanked. New York oh City. Oh, God. Yeah, New York City yeah. lost 140,000, 143,000 jobs a month. Finance district and air transportation were fucked. I believe they estimated the cost of damage to the World Trade Center was $60 billion and just $750 million alone just to clean the debris. We were bleeding money after that. Like, Yeah. I'm just saying. And also, I never, even though we were only a few hours from New York, I never actually went to the 9-11 Memorial or Ground Zero. I always wanted to go, but it's always busy, and I don't really care for crowds too much. That is, that's, that's, I've been in New York a handful of times, because now I have family in New York. Um, mm -hmm. Well, Linda's my fiance, so technically they're not family yet. She's, but... they're family. It's family. Okay. You're fine. Um, and I, I've still not seen the Statue of Liberty or the 9-11 Memorial, and I don't mm -hmm. know how I'll react when I see either of those things. It's, um, you know what, it, it's history. No matter how you put it. It is. But I can't help but think that around me, staring up at the Statue of Liberty or at the memorial, there are the ghosts of all those thousands of people, millions of people, who have come to acknowledge entering the land of the free, although mm -hmm. there's other baggage associated with that. And... I don't know. I know I'm going to be overwhelmed. Deep, I, I act like such a hard ass sometimes. I am not at all. You're really I fucking, just a pussy. I am completely. I will cry. Diana Ross singing at the end of The Land Before Time still makes me emotional. <laughs> Every fucking time. Oh, boy. Oh, but boy. I remember in those weeks afterward, there was a sense of unity, a sense of, fuck you, we're going to get even for this. Right? Uh, unless you were Muslim. Yeah. And, well, you didn't just have to be Muslim. You had to not agree. Remember mm -hmm. the Dixie Chicks? Everybody... Oh, my God. Yeah. So this is the thing. George Bush, they W. They got slammed, Bush, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They got fucking, oh, my God. People were buying their CDs just to burn them. And I was like, well, they're still making money, yeah, that's stupid fine. assholes, whatever. They were being referred to as like those bimbos who shouldn't speak on politics and just sing. How dare they? I mean, they were they're not still bimbos. people. Those were classy sluts. No, the Dixie Chicks were wonderful. Um, yes. They they did say something like, we are so sad the, um, uh, the president came from Texas or something like mm -hmm, that. People mm -hmm. were critical of George W. Bush because, and this got overshadowed, right? Um, Al Gore and George Bush, that was the most oh, contentious that election. election. Holy shit. Like, I know that everybody was talking about the 2020 election because of January 6th. Folks, it was that I think that even with that, the most actual contentious election, the one that people actually had a grounds to say, hey, this is fucking crooked, was in 2000. It Gore was. versus Bush. And it I came still down think to, Gore should have won. I'm sorry. Oh my fucking God. I, I ache for that possible. In some timeline, that happened and it would have been a much saner response. Now, look. Yes. Basically, the Supreme Court handed the presidency to Bush because a bunch of Floridians can't fucking count. That is yes. what it came down to. 
fuck Florida forever. You you got awful state. If you're a good person in Florida, find the most important thing you can find is a ride out of fucking Florida. I'm mm-hmm. gonna saw that shit off and kick it back to Spain. Fuck them. There you go. You know what? Thinking of Bush, his reaction. First of all, my brother was in the military at that time. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, we knew that he was gonna get shipped out to war, right? And Bush was president or became president or whatever the fuck it was, right? And he called me and he's like, I'm probably going to fucking war. Our president is Bush. And he did. He got sent on two tours right afterwards. Yeah. To um, He got sent to Afghanistan and he got sent to Egypt, I think. So, But <clears throat> that war, when he changed it to the weapons of mass destruction, it, it became a thing where it wasn't about 9-11 anymore. You know what I'm At saying? At that point, it was like, folks, we it's are It's about in oil, shit. okay? Yeah. So. <sighs> what did Saddam Hussein have to do with 9-11, yet they fucking went for him? I'm Saddam just saying. Saddam Hussein should have been deposed for many reasons, many good and legitimate reasons. That, that motherfucker was horrible. But he had no goddamn weapons of mass destruction. He did Absolutely not fucking not. have them. Like, so many of our allies, like, uh, I think it was the French investigators, as a matter of fact, who said... Folks, we have absolutely no evidence that this is true. They fucking mm-hmm. lied to us. This is, this is, you know, I had a lot of friends who were going to enlist as soon as they were old enough to because they right. wanted to protect their country. And, you know, many of them coming back, they, they did not receive a hero's welcome. What they got was neglect. I mean, my God, a dead soldier is a hero. A maimed soldier is a burden nobody wants. Now, I do not feel that way, but that is certainly what I get from looking at the way soldiers are treated at the VA, from seeing the way that we treat them like bullet sponges, like they're disposable. It it, it was needless waste. Trillions of dollars, thousands and thousands of lives. The war on terror did not fucking work. It was never going to fucking work because you can't kill ideas. The only thing you can do is replace them with better ideas. And there is some hope that this is eventually going away. Now, when we're talking about ideas, which specific ideas? Those would be the beliefs of Osama bin Laden. I am so glad that motherfucker got a burial at sea. Mm. So, So, speaking of bin Laden, right... Mm-hmm. He was killed 10 years later. However, the war on Afghanistan lasted for 20 years. Yeah. I'm just saying. He was already dead. Why were you guys still in there? Well, you know, it, they were restructuring everything. And it's, it's all gone to shit again. because Of course, because they left. Yeah, that's the thing. Osama bin Laden... He saw what happened in Afghanistan in the 1980s because he was a child at that time. Mm-hmm. Let's let's wind this clock back and really discuss some of the circumstances that led up to the creation of this man. Now, he was the son of very wealthy parents. The rest of the bin Laden family, they, they like, hold on. I think there is a picture of bin Laden in fucking Sweden. There is. Let me find this. I'm going to post it here, and I will describe it for listeners. This image is 
taken in, I think, the 1970s or so, judging from the bell bottoms and the bright mm-hmm. colors. You will notice this gigantic family, and Bin Laden is there standing in the far right of the image in a green shirt next to what I assume is his father or one of his brothers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people here next to what seems to be a pink Cadillac <laughs> in fucking Sweden. Nobody's got headscarves on. None of these women look like they are forced into something. These people look happy. They look affluent. They yeah. look so. I mean, based on what they're wearing, they look like they have money, or they're at least well off, or they're not in poverty. Oh no, he he was he was the son of a rich man. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Have you ever seen this image before? I haven't. Yeah, they just look like, if you didn't know this was Sweden, you could say this just looks like an all-American family. They look like the fucking Bahrain bunch. Okay? Yes, yes, not the Brady Bahrain bunch. There you go, I like it. <laughs> I, I, I'm so sorry. Bahrain, <laughs> I don't, we've already done enough to you, and now I'm doing I'm so that. sorry. <laughs> uh, no, but it just looks like a, a happy family just enjoying a vacation together, you know, taking those dumb pictures. Yeah. So... So how did he go from that to leader of the Al-Qaeda. So I don't have a comprehensive history of it, but I do know that in the 1980s, Afghanistan, the late 1980s, they were being invaded by the Soviet Union. And there was a film about this. Of course, Tom Hanks was in it. Charlie Wilson's War. And I'm going to tell you, it's absolutely... Oh, it'll break your fucking heart. It is so good. But it documents a very ugly period in history, not just American history a very dark chapter in the history of Afghanistan. The Soviets were invading. They wanted oil. They wanted resources. I mean, you know what uh, grows really well in Afghanistan? Poppies. Opium. Heroin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a shitload. It's amazing how much money and how much blood has been invested into this fucking plant just to keep people doped. Anyway, um... America could not directly engage the Soviet Union. What was common back then? Proxy wars. We couldn't fire on Ivan, but mm-hmm. we could give Mohammed a rifle and say, yes. go fuck him up. And it wasn't even just that. They, uh, the Russians had gunships, not fucking helicopters. These big bastards could absolutely fuck an entire village up. Just one. And this is the weapon of choice that... Um, the Kremlin was sending to Afghanistan. And we had these new things, Stinger missiles. All you had to do was point and keep on target, and that rocket would absolutely hit its fucking target. Wow. Am I making that up? Is it Stinger missiles? I don't know. You could be telling me anything, and I'd be like, wow. I'm going to the FM-92. I am looking this up. The Stinger Missile and the U.S. Intervention in Afghanistan. And this is uh, from JSTOR.org by an article that was written in the summer of 99. So, yeah, they definitely were using that. We gave them guns. We gave them training. We gave them weapons to fuck the Soviet Union up. Now, as it happens, in a few years afterward, 1991, the Soviet Union completely collapses. America won. The West won. And we withdrew from Afghanistan and said, good luck. That's about it. 
Good luck. Were, have fun. <gasps> there were so many thousands of people who whose families had been splintered, broken, shattered. And we didn't, I mean, it wasn't our war. We were helping fight it. But as soon as it was done and over with, we withdrew. And we didn't, we, we didn't help them. Those people came back to shattered families, ruined lives. We could have helped, but we didn't. Nope. And if we had helped, there is a very strong possibility we would not have had to deal with 9-11. It wouldn't have happened. This extremism, extreme religious faith, takes root in moments of severe societal unrest, Right. I mean, fuck's sake, we're seeing that with the evangelicals here in this country. Don't mm-hmm. think 1979 can't happen here. Fuck. The Iranian Revolution happened in 1979, for all of you who do not know. Iran, before that revolution, you look at the pictures, and it looks like any... Like, what, you see a bunch of uh, tall, thin, dark-skinned, dark-haired uh, people? Is this Italy? Where is this? You don't fucking know uh, from a glance. It was It was modern. Religious extremism is, is ultimately the cause of so much suffering. And it is a cudgel. It is a tool. It can also be a scalpel. It can be a bomb. It can be whatever you need it to be because religion, after all, is just a matter of opinion. And some opinions are fucking garbage. We would be remiss if we don't look back on 9-11 as anything except the culmination of so many circumstances, the confluence of so many trajectories of countries, of actions, it, it, it's, it's fucking, it's horrible. It's depressing. But I think to do anything other than remember it and remind yourself this can happen again, let's remember the circumstances that led up to it and try to avoid this shit in the future. To do anything else is just irresponsible, I think. I think that it happening again is going to come from the inside of America this time. Yeah. Definitely. You know, it's not going to be Muslims or, you know, what they're considering Muslims, Islamic extremists. It's going to be the fucking white people. January yeah. 6th was an example of the beginning of it. Might be a few Hispanics in there, you know. They, they, they you know. all about, look, here's the thing. Um, it's going to be Trumpers. <laughs> yeah. I remember even back then, people were saying, like, folks, I know that this is big and scary, but you know, this is still not the greatest threat to our liberty. The real threat is going to be from these white supremacists. Mm -hmm. And I remember as a kid, I was like, bullshit. Yeah, right. Can't happen. Oh, it's, it's going to happen. Them KKK folks coming out again. Yeah. Um, mixing religion and politics is so fucking dangerous. And that is what happened with the right wing here in America. So I think that we almost had an equivalent degree of terror with January 6th mm-hmm. because they were absolutely going to fucking lynch some senators, okay? They were. But let's not dick around. Those people are fucking traitors, and I, you know, on a fundamental level, I know the death penalty is wrong. Ashley Babbitt, I'm glad you're fucking dead. That's the one that died there, right? Yeah, she yeah. got shot. She wanted mm-hmm. a hill to die on, and by God, it was Capitol Hill. At least she's fucking dead. Oh, my God. I remember you posting about that on Facebook and your mom scolding scolding you. Yeah, well, you know, Mom, I love you, but traitors can get fucked. 
She was fighting for something. She believed it. Shut the fuck up. <clears throat> yeah. Well, if you she, that's what she wanted to die for, in? go ahead. Okay, cool. Yeah. She wanted to be a martyr. She got her wish. Yeah. That's what she wanted, right? She's this happy the then. This kind of extremism. No, that she was definitely more on the finding out part of the fucking around equation. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't regret that that happened. That woman was misguided by false information, by bullshit, stupid beliefs. Belief is one of the most dangerous poisons in our society, all society, really, because mm -hmm. a belief is a malleable thing. It is a chimera. Beliefs can change. Yes, and that is actually a good thing. But if you believe absolute fucking nonsense, then you're going to act on that nonsense. Beliefs inform actions, and sometimes beliefs are fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Speaking we have, of beliefs, what about the people who believe that bin Laden's still out there? The conspiracy theorists. There's, there's no point in talking to them. Ridicule their position very loudly so that other people see it's dumb, but they're... I no longer believe everybody can be reasoned with. Some people are just oh, no, so agreed. deeply entrenched into their beliefs, their ridiculous fucking beliefs, that there's no, there's no pulling them out. There is no recovery. All you can do is, is, is find their beliefs, poke holes in the argument so that somebody else doesn't fall for the bullshit. Oh, agreed. Oh, God. I, I'm at a point in my life where... If it's not worth arguing with you, I'm just going to walk away. I'm going to choose my battles wisely at this point. I don't have time for this. I used to, yeah, I, I used to get into it all the time with people, especially on social media, right? If you oh, want yeah. to be depressed, like it was good entertainment. It was great entertainment. Everybody would be like, Paul, why are you doing this? Because I can. Someone mm -hmm. is wrong and I have to stop them. No, um, it's not worth it. If you're smart enough to see through bullshit, you don't need to be reasoned with. And if you're dumb enough to fall for it, there's very little hope of getting someone out of that position. Now, I will say this. While I'm being critical, I have believed some dumb shit, too. One mm -hmm. of the dumbest things I ever fell for was something that came by way of George Carlin. And he said, if it, vote, if it matters, they won't let you vote on it. And I, I really fell for that dumb shit. Folks, if you believe that the Electoral College is stopping your vote from counting, you have fallen for misinformation and you've been suckered. God knows it sucks to hear it. I hate being wrong, but I hate persisting in being wrong even more. I was so jaded and cynical that I allowed myself to fall for it. I'm like, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. They know what the outcome's going to be regardless. Not true. Not fucking true. And that has to be rebuked. So if you, if you have believed some silly bullshit and you find yourself considering marching on Washington with a gun in your hand, you got fucking tricked. Don't become the next 9-11. Don't do that. Christ. Oh, gosh. That was a good tirade, wasn't it? It was. I was just listening. I had I was like, letting you do your thing. I have nothing to contribute to that. I was just like, you're saying it all. Yeah, do it. I'm t I, I won't shut the fuck up. It's like, no, oh, that's damn right. it. If we look at the waveforms of audio, we can see this dickhead just doesn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. There is one thing that people forget about as far as the aftermath of 9-11, uh -huh. and it's all the health issues that happened after the fact because of the toxic debris. There was probably like 18,000 uh. people who died because they developed some sort of sickness as a result of the dust. Yeah. 
So and like even to a point where like the firefighters and the NYPD, they've been fighting to get treatment for their rescue people who were there. The government's denying that it was because of 9-11, denying their health claims and stuff like that. To this day, there are still things in court. Isn't that just fucking sad? Like John Stewart has, first of all, goddamn John Stewart, I love you, bud. You, you had some whack ass uh ideas regarding covid's origin like someone needs to fucking rein you in there but mm -hmm. your your defense of the first responders in new york goddamn this man is a fucking saint his halo is crooked but a saint <laughs> look it happens okay oh but lord yeah, people yeah um and you knew what mayor rudy he was the mayor at the time, right? He was the guy oh who brought America out of 9-11. But guess what? He was also the fucker that encouraged all the financial district to come back to work right away, even though it wasn't safe. And then they got hit with the toxic dust. I'm just yeah. saying, people forget about that. You know what? I didn't know about that at all. I don't think that that clocked on my radar at all that he was doing that. Mm-hmm. He got heavily criticized about that because he wanted them to come back and bring back Wall Street. <sighs> that was all money-wise. <clears throat> Without Wall Street, we were, you know, we were fucking tanking. Oh, do you want to know a fun story about my Let's father? Two weeks before 9-11, he did a job interview and was offered a job um, on the 80th floor of one of the towers. God he, damn. Yeah, he turned it down because he didn't like the, the city. He didn't like the commute because he would have taken Amtrak or something. He didn't like the vibe of the city. It was too many people for him. So he turned it down, even though it was more money than what he was making in Philly. Two weeks before. I am grateful that he said, nah. I was Jesus like, nah, bitch. Christ. Yeah. That was the first thing he said to me when he came. I was like, holy shit, remember my job interview a couple weeks ago that I turned down? I'm like, because he went, right? I'm like, yeah. yeah. He's like, that was at the Trade Center. I would have been dead. I'm like, probably. Rudy Giuliani. You know, that is another thing that has completely changed over the last 22 years. Rudy Giuliani used to be America's mayor. You know, he, he had this New York City is 8 million people, right? I don't remember how many it was at the early millennium, but 8 million people, okay? Mm -hmm. That's a fucking country. Yeah, For you to be absolutely. the mayor of a country like that, that is so much responsibility. That is so much uh, of a burden. And he navigated that shit pretty well, actually. He, he did. He was, like, he did fuck up, but, mm -hmm. you know. Can't be perfect all the time. No, he did a good job of navigating that fucking singular event. And for a long time, he, 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 was, he was held in high regards by both sides of the aisle, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And now and he's turned he away. Then he became Trump's little bitch. Yeah, I think he was always crooked deep down. I think even the worst of us get occasional chances to shine and he had his boy it was over with though like rudy you out here standing in front of the four seasons lawn and garden <laughs> like linda was driving past it when it was happening wondering why there was so much fucking traffic 
my god that was the one in philly right yes <laughs> yes and I, we drove past it uh months ago it's like and that's where it happened that's where oh they completely god. fucked up and we found out what a clown show <laughs> Uh, he thought he was going to be at a different Four Seasons. <laughs> he thought he was at Four Seasons fucking hotel, right? He thought he was going to go somewhere up fucking scale. No, no. You're surrounded by... <laughs> they hit the fucking podium. They did it. They actually oh had it. It's like, what kind of mismanaged clusterfuck are these idiots running? God, that was the most hilarious thing I ever saw at the time. Like, oh my God, are they fucking serious right now? Of course, they did that in Philly. Yeah, so in Philadelphia, you can come and see history. Look at the Liberty Bell. Look at this wonderful thing, this representation of liberty itself. Come, look at Independence Hall, where the first successful transfer of power occurred in the history of humankind. Then go to Four Seasons and see where these fuck-ups completely <laughs> jump the goddamn shark. And while you're at it, head over to Port Richmond and see where the robot died. Oh, yeah, that's right. We fucking killed Hitchbot. It yeah. made its way across all of Canada. It got to it got through New York. It got to Philly. And someone said, fuck your shit. I want your fucking iPhone. And there I, was an was iPhone it, on him, right? Yeah. Was it Billy Penn or was it the Inquirer that said, we knew this was going to happen. We just, made, we just got was to the happen. fucking chase. They should have just skipped over Philly. Drive around us. God. Bad things happen in Philly, you say. Oh, yeah. So God. happy to be here, away from Philly. Although yeah. the food is good. Food is good. I will say, like, the crazy shit in Philly has gone, like, it, it, it has taken a dramatic uptick. So I don't know, man. Like, it feels like the past couple years, I, maybe I'm biased because I got Kia challenged twice. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Have, it, but the remember, craziness is... Remember the pandemic when we had all those riots because of, um, <clears throat> what's his face? The Black What's Lives it? Matter. Sorry. George Floyd? Yes. Sorry, him. Well, this makes me mistaking uh, or confusing Michael Jordan and Shaquille O'Neal look like nothing. Oh, I, I went with the what's-his-face. I, like, I went blank. It's, it's a Sunday morning. It's early, guys, and I have my children awake for some fucking reason <laughs> right now, and I'm trying to like mute myself when they start acting up. You um, couldn't say his name if we gave you all day. No, no probably okay. not. But, okay. but Yeah, but... but the riots in Philly, I remember we weren't even in the city. Um, we were like the outskirts. We were in the greater Northeast. And we could still, you know, hear some rioting going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Philadelphia Mills definitely got ransacked. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, forgive me. Franklin Mills. for the It's people Franklin still, Mills. Yeah. It will never be Philadelphia Mills. Fuck you, Simon Mall, for changing <laughs> its fucking name. Okay? <laughs> Fuck you. It's a, it's a disaster area now, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. That's where I thought they were going to put the 76er stadium, but no, they're going ahead. They're building it in fucking Chinatown. Oh, really? I guess they lost. I, I know someone who has been um, fighting the good fight for many, many years to, to stop that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the people in Chinatown don't want it because they're Dude. losing their space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so... Chinatown in Philly is nothing compared to like the Chinatown you'd find in Los Angeles or New York, New York. but like Jesus Christ, it's still it, it's a wonderful little hub of culture that came from across the other side of the fucking planet. It's, it's called Chinatown, but it's a confluence of different uh, countries uh, mm -hmm. and backgrounds of uh, Asia. And to be honest, I, I like it just as it is. I go in exactly. it's like, yo, we don't need to change. Please. 
Uh, the Sixers suck. Let's, let's not fucking pretend it's worth this. Exactly. I just want to go over and go to 10th and race and hit my Lywa when it's time. Or David's, I, fuck yeah, they're only yeah. takeout still. They're still what? only doing takeout. What? No, it's fucking tragic. Fuck. Or, fucking hell, fuck these people. I know. Or go to Sankey on mm -hmm. 9th and race. Or I hit Casey's Pastries. I know, Yo, you know. I still, my favorite, Nanjo, definitely. Those fucking hand-pulled noodles. God yeah. damn. Oh, oh, God. Fuck. Fuck no, it. I'm going, to, I'm going to Chinatown when I go to Philly. I don't give a fuck. We don't have a Chinatown here. You would think, but we don't. Well, I mean, no, I wouldn't think, because I lived in the South for a very long time, and. Uh... <laughs> no, we have Koreatown. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. ton of hot pots and and all that fun stuff and now that k-pot has come along they have disturbed the hot pot vibe here oh what do you mean because they were all like you could go anywhere and get any hot pot barbecue combination place but then k-pot came around and nobody's going to that place anymore because k-pot is better it's more commercialized yeah, I hate to say it, but you know what? A lot of the, like, we went to, oh, fuck, what was it? There I was didn't like any of the other hot pots, honestly. I think what K-Pot offers is so much better. K-Pot is fucking excellent. It is, yeah. Do we have to go to K-Pot today now? We might, I don't know. Fuck you. Oh, Wait, well, I, what I, am I, I kidding? Can I can go now. There is one here. It's 10 minutes from me. <sighs> I used to be so Fuck. Sad. Let me see. Oh it, the nearest K-Pot to me. By the way, I spent $600 on a K-Pot trip last weekend. That does not surprise me. There is a K-pot in King of Prussia, actually. Is there? Oh, no, never mind. I, I was wrong. It's not. Damn I it. I guess you're going to Philadelphia Mills. Philadelphia Mills. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. All right, we got a little bit sidetracked here. <laughs> it's okay. It's it's all right. We're, we're never going to stay on point. Never. I think we actually did really well this episode. <laughs> yeah. We only so, just got sidetracked. All right, so... Fuck it. Let, let, let's make a little wrap up here. Um, how are you going to commemorate 9-11 other than talking about it with me? Um, you know what? It's one of those things where I haven't really thought about it so much, you know, unless it's like a big anniversary, like the 20th anniversary. That was yeah. a really big thing. Um, anytime it hits like a five or a zero at the end, right? Yeah, that's pretty much. Isn't that strange? That's how we're so fucking wired. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's just, it's not fear. We don't have to worry about it. We got a couple more years to really worry about the big celebration because in three years, we'll have the 25th anniversary. And yeah, then that's I, when something will happen because it's a quarter of a century. My mom, every fucking year, watches uh, the news reports from that time on YouTube or she watches documentaries about it because she mm -hmm. is grimly fascinated by all of it. You Myself, know what? Good for her. Yeah, she she's like, all those people died. It feels wrong not to remember them. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I respect it. I mean, it's part of American history. And it changed the world, too. I don't think of it as part of American history. I think of it as American present. Uh, I, I think true. the impacts reach out to this day. I remember, you know, actually, uh, if we're going to talk about how things changed... Being a Muslim in America was so much harder after that. Oh, God, yeah. And I know this by proxy because, you know, my uncle, he was originally, he was Jordanian. Mm -hmm. And 
the the looks that he would get when I was out with him and my young cousins, uh, it's like this is such bullshit. They have nothing to do with this. They want nothing to do with this. They came here and found a life here. What the fuck kind of bullshit is this? That's like it, it is as disingenuous as saying that Klansmen, because they are Christians, represent the entirety of Christendom. No, that's not <laughs> fucking correct. <laughs> no. So it, you know what I this... think it's similar to? It's similar to COVID nineteen when everyone went against the Asian American Pacific Islander community because it came from China. It's similar to that kind of effect. All of a sudden, they saw a bunch of Asian people were like, "Fuck you! You brought COVID onto us!" Right? They started attacking them. Uh, yeah, you know. So what, for though... the kids who don't know what nine eleven was, think about that. That's kind of what happened, but like multiply it. By many fucking fold. Many. COVID yeah. was something. God, I remember. I there are people who <clears throat> I had been friendly with at work who were suddenly saying the most ignorant shit, and I'm just like, dude. You know how that fucking sounds, right? Mm-hmm. And one of them I got into an argument with, and I said, I phrased it, the the, the way I, I phrased it was pretty controversial. I don't know if I can get away with saying it here. But... I I'll mean, t- I'll tell only you one private, way to find out. No, I think I, I said it, and it made the fucking point, but I definitely hurt some feelings. So I, I'll just, I, I'll say it this it's way. It's fine. Um... One person, because we worked, we both worked at a casino at this time, mm-hmm. and casinos in Philadelphia and the surrounding areas, they do attract a pretty huge Asian population, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you, the Italians go for poker, but Asian folk straight <clears throat> to the fucking baccarat table. Absolutely. So at this casino that we worked at had an entire Asian gaming section. That was mm-hmm. uh, Baccarat, it was Gao. it was some yep. other shit I don't recognize um, and never learned to play. But they would avoid going to that section. And I'm just oh, like, oh, wow. I see. So you're one of those. Yep. Okay. As though a virus knows anything about nationality. As mm-hmm. though your blood isn't red too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I fucking... Listen, I... those Asians were paying for your salary, guys. They spent a lot of money there. That's why they yeah, have their own fucking section. You, you would fucking know, right? Yes, <laughs> like I would fucking know. <laughs> I could see the fucking results of the Asian pits, and they brought in a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, all I can think about back then is like I, I I made an argument likening someone's complexion to a different sickness, and they didn't mm. appreciate me saying that. And I said, "Oh, I'm glad you see that. That's ignorant. Now, why are you doing it to someone else?" Right, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm amazed I didn't get taken to HR over that. I mean, but, yeah, no, there are so many things that we probably should have gone to HR for, but that is true. That is true. Besides the point, <sighs> it's incredible. Know. But I do know someone whose birthday is on nine eleven, and ever since nine eleven, they're like, I can't there's... even just enjoy my birthday anymore because people think of something else. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, let's, the, the real victim here is anybody born on September 11th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's it's like happy birthday on this time of national tragedy. Yes. Yep. Try to have a happy birthday. So many fucking people died. <laughs> yeah, I think the first anniversary 
of it, that person was having their sweet 16 and it was very awkward. Let's blame them. Give me yeah. a name. I want to make a voodoo doll. And <laughs> no, 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 but not. I think if you're if out there, was... I hope you have a happy birthday this year. Yeah, I'm just saying. Just remember, so many fucking people died. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Oh boy. I think that if there is any hope, like we we, we remember 9/11 because it was a tragedy. Yeah. Now we have January 6th. For some reason, it's the colder months that always seem to harbor just bad shit happening. You know. Right. But um. But oh fuck! Come to think of it, yeah, Pearl Harbor happened in fucking December. Yep. You know what the real problem is? Celebrating Christmas too early. This is your fault. No. <laughs> no. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. By the, the way, Philippines have been through enough. I'm so sorry. Pearl Harbor date. That was um mine and my husband's original like dating anniversary, December seventh. Whoa. So that was like, hey, happy Pearl Harbor, and like, hey, happy anniversary, babe. <laughs> it's well separated by that many decades yeah, yeah you, you, it's, it, fine. It's, fine. it's no longer too soon it's okay although i will say i had a buddy we were trying to make up uh children's toys that would never take off the straight and slinky was one. Oh my god and uh what was it i said mr potato famine and he turns around and says too soon too fucking soon it was 1880 it's too fucking soon dude mm -hmm. it's like okay okay Hey, if you want to go stand in a place that is historical and you can be surrounded by the ghosts of many, many people who died, you live near this now, Valley Forge Park. That is where the Battle of Valley Forge happened. Do you know I never fucking put that together until this exact moment? I used to work near there, so I knew it, and I used to drive through that area. It's a beautiful park. Walk through that area. You're not too far. And I've be surrounded by the ghosts of people. Uh, so, uh, the Civil War, um, I've been to Shiloh. Oh, okay. Yeah, people still find fucking bullet casings. Not bullet casings, that's, that, that's not... Well, they, I'm sure they find them, but that's not from the Civil War. They find shells, the round uh, bullets. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's... You go there and you can tell shit went down. It, it Maybe it's because I just knew about it, but there's mm -hmm. an, uh, an atmospheric shift. I have also seen Civil War reenactments. You know the really freaky thing? Seeing alternate history Civil War reenactments. It's like, uh, I am getting the fuck out of here. I came for history, not fantasy, folks. This is Civil War fan fiction. Oh, by the way, if you stand there, you will be finally be in a space where George Washington was. Actually, no, any part of Philly, you'd be in a space where George Washington was. But, you know. If you go to one of the brothels, you were where... <laughs> yes, exactly. Daddy George liked to play. At the moment of climax, he goes, Liberty. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost spit out my Red Bull. I took a sip as you said that. It went up my nose. Holy fuck. My nose hurts. Freedom. Oh, my God. I should know this by Sorry. now, that you would be doing such a thing. It's okay. You cannot be trusted with, with um, jerking off. Well, I wasn't. I was just saying. like that was, With, with people George, jerking you know? off. He took his your... wooden teeth out. You and your stupid justice from last week. I'm sorry. That was, come on, that was fucking funny. It was. All right. Fine, 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 fine. Uh, all right. I think we have to wrap this up because we got some shit to do today. Yes, we do. Unfortunately, 
I, I don't think we have anyone to send to hell because he's been burning there for a decade. And actually, you know what? Can we send Bush to hell for the war on weapons of mass destruction? That did not exist and entered us into a uh -huh. trillion dollar fucking deficit and a war that and killed so many people. And a lot of people that died? Yeah. And we need this war. Can we fucking do that? I'm okay. just saying, Bin Laden was the obvious one, but he's already fucking dead. We have another villain here, and it's George Bush Jr. And whoever how else badly is pulling do we need, how, how badly do we need... Oh, for God's sake, no, don't go conspiracy mode on us. For Christ's sake, you're going to get us blacklisted. I'm sorry. And, <clears throat> and I don't mean like they'll take us down. I mean, like, we're, we're, you're going to find four S's next to your fucking ticket name and be prohibited. You're going to be watched. That actually did happen. That, that, mm. that, that literally did happen to people for being anti-American. It's like, dude, I fucking said maybe we shouldn't go kill all these goddamn farmers who had nothing to fucking do with it, but okay. All right, fine, fuck it. I guess we're going to do it. Let's alienate everybody. Folks, for his role in replying to 9-11 in the most ham-fisted, clumsy way possible and getting us involved in an intractable war costing us trillions of dollars, many thousands of American lives, and upending society even more thoroughly than fucking Al-Qaeda could have, George Bush, you and all your shitty paintings are going to hell. Yay! Oh, there sorry. you go. Eat some fucking freedom fries on the way down. What's his punishment? Ugh, you know what? I don't even know what to punish him with. That he will forever say, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Over and over and over again. No, I, I that think... That was actually funny when that happened. I love that. It's going to be inauguration night, and Al Gore is going to be in the White House. That's his punishment. Ooh! He yes, paid off all those judges for nothing. Let him live an alternate reality where it turns out Al Gore actually won. And then he just relives that night over and over. <sighs> oh, the futures that might have been. Oh, gosh. Actually, you know what? No, fuck it. Fuck it. No. Bin Laden, double hell. Double hell for you. I don't care what I mean, we're sending them both, right? Believe. Let's send them both. Yeah. You can have, a, they can have a fist fight on the way down. There we go. Fuck I don't yeah. know. Uh, come to think of it, I don't know. Like George was actually scrappy as hell. Like he when he was younger, he got he did coke in a uh, bar in Texas and fuck some people up. Like okay, damn George, hey, shut hey, down. Hey. And Bin Laden was a rich boy who somehow became a leader. But uh, I mean, he was he's a, rich a six boy. foot five Arab on dialysis. He had to get fucking dialysis. Find the motherfucker. Why was he so hard to find? Right? Robin Williams made that joke. That's Look true. For the guy he was... attached to his goddamn suitcase. Holy shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. That is so fucking true. Yeah, I think George Bush is going to win this fight. Fuck him up, George. You're That's still right. going to hell. You still, you still did irreparable fucking harm. You got a lot of shit done wrong. But, I mean, you know what? Fuck Bin Laden up. Oh, my God. This is their punishment that they will always be in a celebrity deathmatch fight. Oh, I miss that show. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, fuck terrorism. Fuck Bin Laden. I'm going to go easy on the fuck Bush. He's still around. He yeah, might be listening, you, know, you don't know. He might be listening, and there, you know, he's, he, I don't know if he actually did any good, I don't remember. He, he actually, he, he was not all bad. Yeah. Like, seriously, he, I, I'm not defending the shit he did wrong, but like, considering the time that he was in, you know, he did what Dick Cheney told him to do, and, okay, I'm mm -hmm. done. <laughs> okay, yep. <clears throat> all right. We all folks. know he was a puppet. I, okay, yeah. anyway, we're not trying we to We gotta get wrap banned. this up. We Before hope we that, get banned. Yeah, how, get canceled. Uh-huh. Um, before we go, 
just commemorate this in whatever way you wish. And know that this kind of stuff, it's not impossible to happen again. Mm -hmm. 1979, September 11th, January 6th, terrorism works because of very awful beliefs and horrible vendettas. So anyway, try to feel happy Labor Day. Oh, wait, no. Labor Day's already gone by the time you hit it. I did? You cut off, so we didn't hear what you said. You just went, ah! Okay, well, anyway. Labor Day, but actually when this goes up, it'll be past that. So I hope your Labor Day was good. Um, Yes. Oh, and happy birthday, Ari. Oh, shit. Happy birthday, Ari. Yes. I will be taking her out today to celebrate her birthday weekend. Birthday weekend. I had had a shitty birthday party. Birthday's on a fucking Tuesday right after Labor Day. I'm just saying. We're celebrating. Sounds like an excuse. Mm -hmm. To party with children. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right, folks, we hope that you have a pleasant week. And if we don't uh, see you next week, then we will probably see you in hell. With a Corona. Fuck yeah, Corona. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening, folks. We hope you enjoyed the episode. The intro and outro music is Funky Box Step by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. If you enjoyed this episode, why not share the love by sharing the show with your friends? Or maybe your enemies? Both. Just share the episode. Thanks.